Good morning, sweetheart. Pray with me, okay? And what I mean, pray with me, not listen to me pray, but really open up your mouth and intercede. Engage with me. Hallelujah. During this time, sweetheart, every blessing and every breakthrough that you will encounter, that you will encounter is out of your control. It's already set up to cause you to prosper. You're already prosperous indeed because of the setup. You're not being set up to fall. You're being set up to prosper in all that you do. And it's God the one who is doing it. You're enjoying life like never before. You are enjoying God like never before. There are times when God will give you a prophetic word or put things in your heart to tell you about what's going to happen next in your life regarding your journey spent with him, regarding your purpose of being here, even in the area of ministry. But there are also times that God has wonders set up for you to walk in. Even though we expect the unexpected, it always comes suddenly without us even thinking about it (laughs) because God is filled with many wonders. You are encountering a lot of wonders that setting you up to prosper even more. I want you to open up so much more today to know that you have the ability to call things that be not with purpose. You have the remembrance of knowing your encounters with God that is nothing that he cannot do. You have the ability this day to declare and decree at any time. And not just something that happened at any time, just being open for the at any time. Expecting whatever, however, due to whosoever at any time. Hallelujah. You are blessed indeed, and you are blessed to be a blessing. We hear that all the time, but it's actually in demonstration upon your life. We see in the blessing upon blessing. We see you be made first. We see God exalt you. I thank God that your storm is over. Your storm is over. And you will never encounter another storm. Because you are more aware that you have the ability to declare and decree a thing. And before a storm even try to approach, you can discern it present and cast it down every time by commanding disease. Also for the mountains. These are the best days of your life. You were only going to experience, due to an encounter with God, glory upon glory. And everywhere I'm saying to you are words of life and godliness. There are no words in between. I thank God for your life this day. 
And God just keeps saying to me that your blessings are not in your control. They are in his control. And a lot of things that God is doing out of your control to bless you. Not even seeing it coming, walking right into the manifestation. Right there before you, all along for whatever date, whatever time the encounter manifests, is already set in position for you. And that goes for every part of your life. Every area of your life. There is no more saying, get ready. You already are. God used my words today to come up higher because God has brought me up higher because I wanted to go. Sweetheart, why are you here with me? I know you hear my voice is shaking because everything is within. My passion, my love, my honor, loyalty, commitment, availability is all within and it's like this sometimes when we go back and forth with God. It's like a tug and war. And God is like, no, don't go. No. I don't want to watch you walk backwards. Because I will be walking with you knowing that I already positioned you. Even when you make your bed in hell, I'm right there. Don't go back. Just by a thought. Thinking about is a bill coming today? Don't go back. You say I'm your provider. Don't go back. Thinking about the bill. Because no one be excited about seeing bills. Unless they understand, truly understand that God is their provider to take every need. Therefore, we have no wants. And be glad in it always. And that is your portion. You are a very, very wise man. You are very wise. You are very sincere. You are fun to be around with. You are very humorous. You're very honest. And sometimes you could be very cautious. And all of these words I just said is by God encountering you, being in a relationship with you daily. You know you have a lot to offer. But you're discovering more of your spirituality than it supersedes anything that you have to naturally offer. You feel more chill knowing that you don't have to do the work. Knowing that it's not based upon behavior. You are a very smart man. And you made a wise decision to increase in your theology. Increase in your vocabulary. And know how to use the words in the right, in the right context. You're not just speaking to sound intelligent. You gain the intelligence due to your speaking. Everything you do is blessed. And God is taking you up higher than where you are now, right now. I know we don't move off of a physical feeling, but the thing is, it's because we're not moved by the things of this world and we use our physical senses in the sense of relating to this world. But our senses God gives us is also for his glory. It wasn't to give the world anything. My natural eyes can see the manifestation of what I already grasped supernaturally due to a vision. My ears can naturally hear what's to be heard, which I already heard. My mouth can speak what I already saw beforehand. My mouth is not to bring glory to the world. Of distractions, of obstacles, of trouble. No, it's to lift up my voice and make a sound of triumph. 
Words of victory. And you are encountering your senses physically. Receiving a manifestation with it already received spiritually. You are tapping into more of the supernatural world than ever before. You're starting to see things for what they really are regarding people, places, and things. And many things that was revealed and exposed have disappointed you. And there have been times that you disappointed yourself. But I thank God that you are much more than where you've ever been before. The old man has really passed away. And knowing me, he going to stay away. There goes for me too. We only believe God. That's it. There's nothing else to believe. There are things that God will have us to do together and work out together. And there are things that God will have for you to do. And I follow if you need me. To give you the advice if you need me. But other than that, I follow your lead in all that we do. That is our ministry. Me following you and your lead is God leading us. And continuing to have us to prosper in every way that we go. I know you are excited to enjoy life with me. Just as much as I am with you. And you are so patient. Thank God for your patience. There are people that have really, you know, betrayed you in such a way. And God's going to send some of them people back to you. Because that wasn't the final answer. The devil gets no victory. And God knows when to send them people back to you. When you are able to allow him to perform it by not being moved. Because there are times when you can think about or even testify about what happened to you. And it can flow up the emotions over again. Because you know what it's like to encounter such hardship. And it can have you to be you forgiving you're merciful, but you still feel within yourself that was wrong. That's messed up. That shouldn't have happened. How can you do this to me? I love you, but that was wrong what you did. And God is working on that with you right now. So he can send them very people back. And it's so amazing that I was one of them. Hallelujah. Ten men Christ blessed at the same time, but only one came back to thank him. It wasn't documented to say that the nine were, you know, selfish or not appreciative. Everything not to be documented because it's so much information. We can say that maybe all of them should have came. They all could have been in their culture where one could speak for the whole bunch. But that one thanks took the place of what he did for all of them. Because we are intercessors. So let me thank you, not just for me, just in case somebody forgot to. God only had to send his son, one. He only had to meet one son. He had to send nine people to do what Christ has called to do. There were one woman with an issue of blood, one. There was one man at Bethesda in that situation for all those years, that one. There may be many blind, but not in his condition in that length of time, one. Jesus told them to find that one donkey to ride on before they yelled out, Hosanna. It only took one man to betray Christ in the hands of his betrayers. 
to be deceived. It took a woman to have one alabaster box to put the oil on our Savior. It took Christ to say one time, it is finished. It took God to say one time in the beginning. Before the foundation is one time. But because of the blessing, God doubles it. And he does things in pairs because of the double portion. God giving Adam Eve a double portion for his trouble. Because God already knew he was going to be fall. He was going to be disobedient and go against what God said. There was only one tree they couldn't eat off of. One. He told Adam. He didn't tell Eve what he told Adam. Because Adam is responsible for the union. And because he listened. You already know the story, the testimony. But he knew that what would cause to happen you know, towards him regarding sin. And it's going to take him to have some help to get him through those things that he inherited due to eternal death. <clears throat> but thank God for another man, one. Because of one man and because of another one man. If Adam was the only man here and eating off that and eating off that tree, he wouldn't be able to go through that hardship by himself. God has given him company for comfort because they was definitely going to need it. It's so amazing how. Excuse me, that's my food coming up my stomach. <laughs> Let me swallow it down. Excuse me. And I thank God that, you know, your life is on a rise. I don't want you to think about it happening another day. I want you to live each day as that everything that God said to you at any time available for you because that opens you up more to receive and God be able to perform it regarding you. Dwight Martin, the old Dwight Martin has passed away. So there's no need to look back and bring up any old anything. No old arguments, no old words of saying things, no old emotions. I should never encounter you looking upset. I should never and I will never look at you saying words out of anger, resentment, due to being or feeling disrespected. You are Christ-like and you are loyal to that theology. You will not be entangled. If the music don't give God praise, then there's great music. There's great rap songs and great rap artists, great R&B artists. There are great jazz, great reggae, soul music. But if they have cursing in it, lustful things, drugs and violence, it will not enter into your ear gate ever again. Nemo, would you ever watch it? And I also go for movies. Because we're going all the way before we go all the way. God don't have to tell you everything, especially when it comes to not doing so as a new creation. And that goes for me too. God don't ever have to say don't do that. Don't, you know, don't look at that. We already know as a new creation that we are Christ-like. So why would I battle with my flesh and blood? When, I mean, my flesh and spirit when my spirit is overruling. 
been given the ability to command my body to bless the Lord and all that's within me and mean it. You are being more expressive than like never before. You are opening up more. You're blooming. You wasn't the one to express how you really feel within a lot of times because even if you try to open up how you feel, the devil will send somebody to try to close you back up again. And you're blooming like never before for the very first time. Seeing characteristics in you that we never seen. And it's more and more being exposed. And I thank God for that. God said to me, he said to me more and more about this boy. And God was saying that you would show more of your affection, less people around. And I was also like that with my son, David, when he was born. I would show all of my affection to this baby when no one was around, actually. When people was around, I would not show that much of affection because I didn't know how to open up in front of people in such a way. And then also go for your praise. Your praise is getting so much better. But it's still more to come out. It's like you want to, but you mindful how you look doing it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Everybody experienced that all the time because we think about the order in the place that we are. And we don't want to be out of order. But a lot of times, many people will be sat down in places or told to stop and do those things. And we don't want to go through that embarrassment of rejection in front of people. But the thing about it is, God want all of that to bow before him because that's a care. We cannot care to praise. No matter if somebody do say sit down, we cannot care to praise. No matter how we look doing it, that's the praise that God is for. A praise of, with freedom. It's freedom and praise. I don't care if you wave your hands out like you fly like, you know, a butterfly. Only you and God know everything that you've been through since you've been here with him. And he know that you know that you know that he know. Nothing more dishonoring than Christ to see us hold back a praise. Because we're afraid of what somebody's going to say. And yet we claim who the sun sets free. It's free indeed. Sweetheart, I'm a person that have people feel comfortable around me. Things that I do, they may, they may not. The things that they do, I may not. But no one will feel uncomfortable around me. God said to me, and it's also in his word documented. I told you all not to prejudge each other nor judge each other. But I never said not to judge a situation regarding one another. Because you are like gods in the earth. You are in my image. You have the ability to judge a situation, but not judge a person the exact. Hallelujah. There's a sister in Christ. I have to find her. I don't know her last name. And I'm going to say it to you, Sarah. She was on the, uh, in the choir with me. I know her and Karen was very good friends. But I know Karen told me they don't talk anymore. I have to find Sarah. I have to find Sarah. I got to find Sarah. I cannot let Sarah go out like that. I can't let that girl, that sister, that woman go out like that. I know she married the wrong man. If she's still married. I will never forget mirrors beside two men. And I was getting the car. She was getting the car. I looked at her. She just got married. I just got married. And we gave each other a look. This happened so fast. But we just kept going along with it. And I knew hers wasn't of God. I'm pretty sure she deserved mine. 
And I thank God I got out of that. And I'm praying to God that she do too if she haven't already. I'm praying that she come back home in the house of victory. It don't matter what kind of encounter you had, come back. And God put her in my heart to pray she come back. You understand? There are times where we look at people and say, you know, I'm just going to pray for them because I don't want them to feel like I'm being nosy or I'm prejudging them. We can't get in the way. That's the old man. The new man is desperate. The new man will never give up. The new man is bold. We got to enjoy the new man. Get to know more of the new man, which is Christ-like. Christ never saw nobody and walked past and left them the way they were when he encountered them. You understand? And I'm like, she got to come back. She got to come back. Seriously. Hallelujah. And many others, just like I did. And God said to me, Quenisha, he gave me an answer today. You weren't asking to be married. You wasn't just out there find, trying to find a relationship to get married. You were greatly deceived, Quenisha. You didn't even see it coming. Because my eyes was not on God. Even though I'm talking to him, I'm still looking elsewhere. By doing things I used to do. When the drinking started back, I'm already looking in another direction. And I was greatly deceived because the person portrayed themselves to be everything that they wasn't. It's like for me becoming a victor, I became a victim. And I kept, and I thought it was really God. Because I kept asking God, if this you, give me this sign, give me this. And these were miraculous signs that Satan will allow to come to pass. Excuse me, that God will allow Satan to have come to pass. Because he can't do nothing without God's permission. And it was setting me up to prosper all along. No one was happy for me. No one even said they were happy. I snuck, sneakily got married, only known you for six weeks, and I married you in six weeks. I married you on the sixth week that I met you. That don't even make sense. Nothing negative to say about nobody, but I was greatly deceived. Because everything that you said you was and what you about, it was a big lie. A big lie. And the family was even trying to tell me on his side, his own family, no, don't, don't go with him. Don't do this. He's this and that. And I wasn't seeing it. And I was like, why are they so mean to you? Well, I believe in you. The whole time, they were telling the truth. I was greatly deceived. The physical altercations, the sexual altercations, all those things that defilement that took place, I was greatly deceived. Didn't even see it coming. So innocent, so vulnerable, so loving in the midst of that negativity. And that's why God caused a major shutdown. Not the only reason, but that's one of the reasons. I have to get my daughter back in position. Because she just, you know, encountering all these things wrong happening. So innocent, so sweet. Don't even know that she's in the wrong direction. Not even aware. It's not even the right mind. She thinks it's me talking. It's Satan all along. She's not even aware she took her eyes off of me. I have to get her attention. I have to get her off that job. I have to sit her at home. I have to cause a shutdown where she only can stay in and spend time in my presence. So she can know the truth. You know, I thank God the man I falsely married apologized to me and my son for everything. Everything. If it's not of God, I don't want nothing. I don't care if it, whatever it is. Hallelujah. There are so many others out there like that. And 
by me saying yes to God, I know which ones are. But I just go to him about it. I will never go to the person. I know what is, I know what's not. All because I said yes and God granted me favor, just like he did Apostle Paul. To oversees the same people that he was murdering. Gave him a greater anointing to go back and bless in such a way. God used to have everything to prosper him. The people that he hated and couldn't stand, disgusted him, didn't believe them, to also become a part of them. And actually a leader of <laughs> in so many ways. And I, I can feel the change. It's like I feel spring on the inside of me. I feel summer on the inside of me. I'm blooming on the inside for what's about to take place on the outside. My ministry with you, Dwight, I'm so excited to go around the world and help. I'm already doing that. But it's so much more glorifying with you, with me. I thank God for having me to pull from a heavenly account. God put money in my hand and sold my tithes and offered first. And paid the minor bills that I do have. And have me do whatever with the rest. If you see what's in my bank account right now, it's under 500. And to do the things that God had me to do, you would think I have much more than that because I'm not, I mean, because I spiritually do. <laughs> I'm not pulling from this natural account, no. It takes faith to not live from a natural anything. I want you to know that even if you don't have an account, if you do, whatever you work, if you don't work, whatever God put in your hands, that's between you and him. It's none of my business. I'm not that woman to marry you and want to know what you got, what you make, what's this and that. No, that's between you and God. Me as a woman, I know my place that he will give you direction financially to bless our entire ministry. However, he have you too. And the same with me. Hallelujah. Whatever God put in my hand, two eyes is better than one. Two words of wisdom are better than one for you to, you know, be led by God. And what do I do with God put in my hand after I give my first fruit? Hallelujah. I don't know if you're doing this or not, but I'm going to say this to you. It don't matter how much you make, you sow that 10%. You sow that 10% every time you get it to give it. Now, you can give up much you want for your offering, but give up that 10%. Too many people, $20, you know, 20 cent, it, I mean, $2, that's cool. That's cool. $200, $20, that's cool. When you start making thousands, what? $2,000, give up $200. I have $5,000 and don't want to give up $500? And yet Quenisha will give $500. And give 500. Kanisha could get 750. And give 200. It's not the natural account. It's the heart that's connected to it. And God see my heart. If you see my account, you'd be like, it's amazing how you able to do what you do with that. Because I'm not living from that amount of money. No. No, I'm not. I used to be so nervous. How can I ever buy him anything? He likes nice stuff. Expensive stuff. And I said to myself, why am I saying that? Why am I saying that? God got me. Never failed me and he never will. As soon as I say God got me, an angel just, you know, 
beamed around and it's starting to see movements more of the angels here. God got me. When I say that, they move. God got me. Oh, God. <laughs> They're moving. <laughs> God got me. <laughs> you better believe God got me. Regarding all that we do. I don't want to hear no music about no sex, drugs, and violence. I don't want to see no horror movies. I don't want to see no sex movies. I don't want to see no lust movies. I don't want to see any of that. That would not be in our home. We are here for purpose and not for a natural pleasure. Even though we benefit but due to spirituality. So if God don't like it, I don't. You don't. Being an example for real though. For real though. My worship is not synthetic. I'm for real with it though. I'm not playing with it though. I'm for real. Go all the way. And you're going with me. And we're going to enjoy everything that God has to enjoy on this life. Don't you ever think about no expenses when it comes to God having us to go somewhere. God won't have me to go to another country without putting the funds in my hand or gracing me to get on the flight. I don't want you to ever vent to me about any kind of negative anything. I want you to respect me that much as I respect you that we talk Christ-like regarding anything and everyone. You understand? I celebrated last night and I had wine. And let me tell you, I don't like the feeling. I finally got it through my head. Everything not for everybody. God never said not to drink wine. In fact, Christ bought the wine from the kingdom down here due to a supernatural miracle. Christ even said to Peter or John, at the, the, uh, the last supper, at the Lord's Supper, during the Passover, as they had the, the lamb that they sacrificed to eat, the bread, different fruits, and they was passing around the cup of wine. And, the, and Peter or John passed it and it came to Christ. And he said to them, I think it was either Matthew, John, Mark, one of them, not this time. He said, not this time. The next time I do drink with you, listen to these key words. Not this time, but the next time I drink with you, it will be in the kingdom. That means I have drunken with you before. For you to first say, not this time, and then say, the next time. <laughs> Christ, I got it. <laughs> he drunk wine here before. It's not documented. Because everything not to be documented is so much to be in one book. To say that it's okay is by saying that he released that miracle in the atmosphere in the wedding of Canaan. Disciples drunk wine before he was crucified, before he was betrayed, even to be in the hands of his betrayers. And there was occasion or occasions that he drunk with them because he said, not this time. And when God said, don't overindulge, he's not just talking about no <laughs> wine. We take it as that. He may overindulge in anything because Leviathan, Beelzebub, and Asmodeus, you know, they're really big on gluttony and overindulging in anything. Food, movies, coming away from God and doing other things. The lust of this world. You understand? When I saw you yesterday, sweetheart, I wanted to jump on you. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go through that phone and jump up on you. Mm -hmm. 
I'm in love with you. And I'm very attracted to you in every way. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Every, I'm just burning for you, period. And I wanted to jump on my... I, you my man. <laughs> you my man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're not, you know, married yet. But you my man, though. Uh-huh. Oh, we a couple. Oh, uh-huh. we a couple. <laughs> God. I wanted to jump on my man. <laughs> yeah, I did. I wanted to jump on you with that black one. Mm-hmm. You look nice or whatever. I don't even care. You can wear a onesie. I don't, I don't give a crap, yo. I'm trying to tell you. Not a onesie, though, but I'm trying to tell you. You are so sexy. <laughs> You're very attractive. Yes. I want you. I'm not going to entertain that thought, though. But I, I always want you. Mm-hmm. That would never change. Mm-hmm. On earth as it is in the kingdom. I'm not even playing with that. In the kingdom, Father, you say on earth as it is. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> as much as my spirit can do. You understand? I know it's no flesh there, but as much as my spirit man can do, I'm trying to say, it will be and it shall be done unto you. I'm trying to say forever. <laughs> yeah. That's why we got the same mansion. Yeah. He combined both in one. Yes. And I want you to know, sweetheart, when we do get married, your family, your friends are always welcome to our home. I want you to know that. Always welcome. But what I do ask, just let me know so I can help prepare I'm excited too. There's gonna be times you want to go out with, you know, your friends. Go ahead, enjoy. Hold on, let me see what you got on first. I, I, oh, you got them pants on. Oh, you ain't wearing those. I'm just playing. You can wear whatever you want to wear. Yeah, just don't be looking like that. Yeah, or you ain't gonna be going nowhere. Uh uh-uh. uh. We'll be able to leave the house. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh huh. You'll be in the room. Uh huh. But anyway, just let me know. You know, I speak a lot from the future because I see so much. And God give me the heads up to let you know ahead of time. Like, let him know now. Let you know when he's about to bring somebody in there. Because I know you, Quinesha. I know you. And you will prepare for this man. And he wouldn't want nobody to see you like that. So let him know. Let you know <laughs> if somebody's coming. <laughs> you understand? No surprises. No wonders about somebody coming. You understand? God let me know if they want to knock on that doubt. I'm trying to say. You might see me, you know, on the floor somewhere. I'm trying to say yeah, you let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like that. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that in the past I've been in relationships, and honestly, I am a born-again virgin. You know that I have a son, obviously. But I thank God for restoring everything back. And most importantly, I never had Anything I'm about to encounter with you, because it can only come from you. I never had no romance. I never, you know, did anything like, you know, what I really wanted to do. I could never do what I really wanted to do with anybody, because it was never you to do it with. It was always something about them that was something missing that caused me to shadow away from that. And the thing is, it's because it wasn't you. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about that black you had on yesterday. That you had a tie to go with it and everything. I'm like, yeah. Like I said, from France. No, I'm just like, <laughs> stop. I'm gonna start with that. <laughs> yeah. Eat these peanuts when I'm talking to you. I love you, Dwight. But I really gotta always give me an important message to give you and then talk to you after socially. Yeah. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for being who you are. You are so blessed. Mm, you are favored. Uh-huh. I'm blushing just talking. I'm so high in the spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm like floating. Mm-hmm. God said, Quinesha, I want you to enjoy today. You know, enjoy your life, being free. Enjoy. I want you to lay back, kick back today, and just relax and think about everything that is about to happen in your life. I thank God for you in ministry. There are a lot of areas I'm going to open you up in regarding being free to do. Yeah, I see it. And I know that you see where you help me out in a lot of areas, especially with my theology. Yeah, in my presentation. You're really good with that. You present every recording you made. It was like a nice background, nice setting. And you give away your work so well. Yes, you do. 
Oh, you're so smart. Not smart. You smart. <laughs> Let me all smart. <laughs> Thank God I have a smart one. Yeah. You know you have a lot to offer. You know, you know, you know who you are. You're fun to be around. I want you to be open and honest with me about everything. Tell me like it is. Tell me like it is. With respect. Always talk to me with respect. And you wouldn't have no reason but only to want to. You understand? I love you. We don't have any secrets. Whatever you don't want me to know was in the past, leave it there. Just don't ever bring it up if you don't want to. And don't ever try to creep it around and not want to tell me everything. One thing I don't like is for you to start off something and don't finish. And that comes from God because that's how you feel about us. We all starting. We, are, we must all finish. Don't start off a conversation when I open up and then you stop and say, never mind. No, tell me. Because I'm going to be like, what, 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 what? Tell me. Because I tell you everything. You understand? There are some things you want to keep to yourself. That's fine. Regarding your past, I understand. But know this, no matter what you ever been delivered from, keyword, you've been delivered. I don't care if you were battling pornography. You understand, you've been delivered. And to be honest, back in the day, I was delivered off of that. I was big on pornography. I would never engage in those acts, but it all came because when I was a little girl throughout my life, going to visit my dad in prison, I was around nothing but sexual, you know, behaviors because they had contact where they can touch the inmates. And a lot of them married, haven't seen them in years. And, you know, they doing all kinds. They pretty much having sex in the visiting room. And as a little girl and growing to a young adult, I was looking at those things and I was enjoying what I was seeing. It was like, I'm, I'm, this is live, porno live. You understand? Jesus, I just say that to you, oh God. And I was watching. <laughs> yeah, and I thank God that, you know, I've been healed from that. But to be honest, you know, that's all. That's all, everything I've been delivered from. The smoking, the drinking, wrong marriage. You know, back in the day, this wasn't recently. It was back in the day, the pornography. You know, I thank God that's over. You know, I just thank God that, you know, I don't have to live like that no more. You know, I thank God for the old being passed away. Yeah. I thank God that you wouldn't throw things in my face. Mm-hmm. I love you, Dwight. You can always be yourself around me. But I want to see the new you being yourself. Not the old you. You understand? I want your body. Mm-hmm. I want your body. That's not all I want. But I'm talking about now. I want your body. But I must be mindful. And be patient. Because I'm so in love with you. I'm ready to give God praise on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not aggressive, no. But I'm very attracted to you. And I want to give myself over to you. Mm-hmm. But I got to wait. You turn me on, the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to do that or what. I don't know, but it's happening. And I really believe that you're not doing that anymore. No. You just being. And it turns me on. Mm-mm-mm. I think it also has a lot to me do, has a lot for me, you know, regarding me being so fertile. Yeah, I'm very fertile. I want you to know that because I'm going to follow your lead. Now you know that and I'm going to follow your lead when we get married regarding that, okay? I get pregnant like that, but I'm going to follow your lead, Okay? In all that we do, I follow your lead. But if I have a suggestion that seems to be more wiser, I would definitely give you my feedback. I'm in love with you. I want your body now. Mm-hmm. Keep looking at you like that and being in love with you. Seeing you praise God, worship God, that stuff turns me on. I'm like, Jesus, can't see no more of this. Mm-mm. I'm like, praise, praise, worship, worship, dance, dance. Ooh, wee. You want to dance for me? You want to dance like David for me? Oh, God. <laughs> Gotta put David in it. Oh, God. So, y'all. 
You got a word for me? You want to lay hands on me? I'm trying to say, I got to put the word in it, <laughs> talking to you. Uh-huh. You want to lay hands on me? <laughs> oh, God. You know what I'm saying? I, was, I ain't even saying it right. <laughs> now you want to lay hands on me. <laughs> oh, God. I'm smiling so big. Mm-hmm. I want to touch you. I already know what you like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to name my anointing, but I can see something in the future and it just give me a vision, give me a feeling, whatever I want, I desire. But God told me, I'm going to be honest, be mindful of what you're doing. I don't want you to abuse your prophetic anointing. That's like a prophet being a fortune teller, reading palms, and the words are coming from you being birthed to no insight due to the future but you're using it for the wrong way. And God don't want me to do that because that's premature. I'm not married to you. But I know how you feel. I know how you look. Mm, I know everything. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Very pleasurable. Mm. I'm satisfied. Yes. I'm on your back. No, I'm not. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm not on your back. Uh-uh. <laughs> Give me my seed. I'm just playing. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Give me my seed. Oh, God. I can't believe I said that to you. <laughs> but not to you per se. But yeah. Give me my seed. I'm on your back. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I told you that. I mean it, though. Mm-hmm. I'm on your back. Yeah. Regarding my purpose. Yeah. I'm in love with you, Dwight Martin. Love you so much. So much. I'm gonna get off of here, okay? I love you. Thank God for you encountering his blessings which are out of your control. Just walking into like God will put people in your path for you to go somewhere where you weren't supposed to go just to receive that breakthrough. God had breakthroughs set up for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Out of your control. What I mean out of your control, there are times where God put in your heart to plan to do things. And then there are times when God do the planning and have you to walk right through it and walk right into it. And that's what's happening to you a lot. So enjoy all these encounters. Okay? I'm not going to lie. I want your body. <laughs> that's not all I want, though. No. I want your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know. Yeah. Let me stop for you while I'm wearing them gray pants again. <laughs> Try to turn me on again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love you. Mm, let me get off of here. Yes, because I came far. I don't want to think of you like that. Mm-mm. I love you. Greatest huge in us. Huge in the world. Enjoy every blessing coming away. Now. Love you.